Welcome to the One for the Money podcast. I'm your host, Johnny West. I'm a certified financial planner, and here I will teach you the tips, tricks, and strategies I use to help others retire early. This is the easy button when it comes to early retirement. Everything you want or need to know is right here. I'm so glad you join us on the show. Welcome to episode 35 of the One for the Money podcast. I am very grateful you have taken the time to listen. In this episode, I'll share strategies that small business owners can consider to save on taxes. This will be the first of two episodes on this subject, as there are more than a few to consider. In the tips, tricks, and strategies portion, I will share an additional business tax saving strategy utilizing the home office deduction. Well, thank you for listening. Now on with the show. While most of us are familiar with the biggest companies here in the United States, namely Walmart, Apple, Amazon, Berkshire, Hathaway, ExxonMobil, and CVS Health, just to name six of the top 10, most of the companies in the US of A are much, much smaller. In fact, 99.9% of the businesses across the country are small businesses. Just how many are there? An astounding 33.2 million, according to the U.S. Small Business Administration office. But despite their minimal size, their importance cannot be understated, as over the past 25 years, they have added nearly two out of every three jobs to the economy. Clearly, there are more reasons why we want more small businesses. After all, Apple, Amazon, and the like started out as a small business in a garage. For this reason, there are provisions in the tax code that small businesses should be aware of, which I'll outline a few of them here. In this episode, I will get down to the brass tax of business tax. Now, the brass tax is to start talking about the most important or basic facts of a situation. I enjoy the origin of words, or etymology as the fancy people call it, and the exact origin of getting down to the brass tax, which dates from the late 1800s, is disputed. Some believe it alludes to the brass tax used in the construction of fine upholstery. Others believe it is from the Cockney rhyming slang for hard facts. Cockney is an accent from London and usually from the working class parts. Others claim that getting to the brass tax alludes to the tax hammered into a sales counter indicate a precise measuring point. I'll go with the London Cockney version of the hard facts, but I'll spare you my own version of the accent. Here are some of the brass tax or hard facts for business tax. Now, 99.9% of businesses in the U.S. are small, and nearly 8 in 10 of those small businesses have no employees beside the owner. Often, individuals are paid as independent contractors or 1099s. But I would argue that these individuals may want to add themselves to the ranks of business owners and incorporating instead of being paid as a 1099. This is the first brass tax, as being a corporation can save them money on payroll taxes. Here is how it works. 
Payroll taxes are the taxes you pay to the government for social programs. Social security taxes, Medicare, are two of the most common examples. Collectively, they are called your FICA taxes, which is short for Federal Insurance Contributions Act. Employees contribute 6.2% for Social Security, and employers make a matching contribution of 6.2%. Employees also make a 1.45% contribution towards Medicare, and employers make a matching contribution of 1.45% as well. Altogether, that's 15.3% of a person's income being contributed, and you still haven't paid your federal and state income taxes yet. That's 15.3% is a decent amount. But for the self-employed, it becomes even more expensive as they have to pay both the employee and the employer's contributions. Individuals that receive a W-2 only pay a total of 7.65%, but sole proprietors pay double that, or 15.3%. But these taxes are only applied to one's payroll, meaning their W-2 wages. But self-employed individuals can form a corporation, and the IRS allows corporations to pay employees a reasonable wage. The rest of the funds can be transferred as a quarterly distribution instead, which can save money on the FICA taxes they would otherwise have to pay. There are expenses to consider, rules on reasonable wages and distributions, So you will definitely want to enlist the work of accounting professionals with this area of expertise. Another brass tax on business tax planning strategy is regarding retirement plans. As the business owner, you are solely responsible for saving for your retirement as there isn't a company making a matching contribution. I have clients that receive matching contributions from their employer that are as high as 10%. That's a huge advantage for them. Now, many business owners reinvest much of their money back into their business to keep it alive, and they miss out on years of these investments compounding in the stock market because they are hoping their own business will compound the money instead. But it's important to diversify investments outside of just your own business and to do so early, even if it's small amounts at first, as the single best thing you can do to increase your investment returns is to increase your time horizon. Small amounts can grow to enormous sums given a lot of time. As I tell the students in my financial literacy classes, it's easier to increase a habit than start one from scratch. If all you can save is $100 a month in the early stages of your business, that's okay because you have started the habit. Even investing just $100 a month from age 25 to age 65 that grows at 8% a year You will have invested a total of $48,000, but would have grown to over $310,000. Every little bit helps. Now, a self-employed individual has several options available for saving for retirement, and choosing the right one is ultimately dependent upon income. The simplest option is an individual retirement account, which comes in two varieties, traditional and Roth. These types of accounts are only taxed once with ordinary income taxes. You just decide when. With a traditional IRA, taxes are applied in retirement. And with a Roth, 
taxes are applied now. There are a lot of factors to consider, so it's recommended that you check with a certified financial planner. As your business income improves, your next option is a SEP IRA, which is short for Simplified Employee Pension. A person can contribute up to 20% of their net income. For example, if a person's net income was $100,000, they could put away $20,000 on a pre-tax basis. That's a lot more than the 6500 to 7500 they could put away with just an IRA. And with the recently passed Secure 2.0 law, for the first time, there are now traditional and Roth versions of the SEP IRAs. Again, there are a lot of factors to consider, so it's recommended that you check with a certified financial planner first. Now for people that form a corporation to lower their FICUS taxes, that will greatly limit the amount they can contribute to a SEP IRA, as the formula is based on net income, not income and distributions. In this situation, you'll want to save using a solo 401k instead. These allow you to contribute a lot more to a retirement account on a lower amount of income. Here is an example. Let's say you have a great job with benefits that supports your family, but that your spouse has a small business where they make $35,000 a year of net income. With a SEP, the business-owning spouse could contribute $7,000, which is 20% of 35. But with a solo 401k, they are allowed to contribute a flat amount. And for those under 50 in 2023, they can contribute 22500 to a solo 401k. And for those over 50, they could contribute $30,000. Consequently, on a $30,000 salary, you could contribute 75% of your salary if you're under 50 and 83% of your net income if you're over 50. Again, there are a lot of factors to consider with a solo 401k versus a SEP IRA, so it's recommended that you check with a certified financial planner first. Just one factor is that solo 401ks need to be established in the same year the contributions are made, whereas SEP contributions can be made the following year when you file your taxes, including extensions. For those that are older and expected to have significant income for at least three to five years, there is a way to put away a lot more money on a pre-tax basis, as in hundreds of thousands of dollars more. This is done via personal defined benefit plans. I've established these for several clients as they have allowed my clients to put away way more money. I've had clients with incomes over three quarters of a million dollars that were able to put away between three dollars and $400,000. If all they used was a SEP IRA or a solo 401k, the most they could have put away is around $73,500 as both of these plans have an upper limit. That would leave the remaining income taxed at the highest income tax rates. But with a personal pension plan, they can exclude up to $400,000 from the highest tax bracket. Here are some numbers to demonstrate their benefit. Let's say the difference with a defined benefit plan was that we could put away $300,000 more than a solo 401k or a SEP IRA. That $300,000 would not be taxed at the 37.5% federal tax rate. They could take this money out during retirement when their income and consequently tax rate is lower. If it was at the 22% tax rate, that's a 15.5% tax savings. That's an extra $46,500 that would have a chance to grow through compounding. 
Now, personal defined benefit plans are complicated and have some extra expenses, but given the right situation, they make a ton of sense. So it's recommended that you check with a certified financial planner. What's even more remarkable though, is that for these same individuals, I have set up these personal pension plans and a solo 401k because they are allowed to have both plans in the same tax year. It's enabled my clients to put away even more on a pre-tax basis. If that seems unfair to you, many of these small business owners took significant risks starting their businesses and consequently reinvesting their proceeds to make their businesses better and to get to this point where they're generating this type of income. Now, I must note that these plans, SEP IRAs, solo 401ks, personal defined benefit plan, work best with owner-only small businesses. Fine benefit plans take a bit longer to get established and must be established in the same year you plan to contribute for. However, you don't have to contribute until the prior year when you're filing your taxes. As you can gather, there are a lot you need to consider as a small business owner on how to make the most of your tax savings. There are still even more ways, so I'll save it for part two of the Business Brass Tax episode coming out in my next episode. Well, thank you again for listening. I hope you found this helpful. Now on to the tips, tricks, and strategies portion of the podcast. Welcome to today's tips, tricks, and strategies portion of the podcast, where I'll share a tip for business owners saving taxes via the home office deduction. This can be a valuable tax planning strategy for small business owners who work from home because it allows them to deduct expenses related to using a portion of their home for business. In order to qualify, the space must be used regularly and exclusively for business purposes. There are two ways to calculate your deduction. The simplified method allows a deduction of $5 per square footage of your home used exclusively for business, up to a maximum of 300 square feet. If you use the actual expenses method, you calculate the percentage of your home square footage used for business, then deduct that percentage of your qualified expenses, such as mortgage interest or rent, real estate taxes, utilities, and repairs and maintenance. Again, many factors to consider and is strongly recommended you speak with an accounting professional about this strategy. Again, I hope you found this helpful and remember, a better life is a result of better planning. Have a great one. Thank you for listening and until next time, remember that no one builds wealth by accident. If you want to learn more about how to build wealth to retire early, head on over to my website at betterplanningbetterlife.com. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. There is no assurance that the techniques and strategies discussed are suitable for all investors or will yield positive outcomes. The purchase of certain securities may be required to affect some of the strategies. Investing involves risks, including possible loss of principal, Economic forecasts set forth may not develop as predicted, and there can be no guarantee that strategies promoted will be successful. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Individual tax and legal matters should be discussed with your tax or legal professional. Johnny West is a registered representative with and securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC.